if all it took to make it in the NFL was being crazy, that myself and Antonio Brown would be fucking Hall of Famers. You're in the doghouse. Roy, find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Uh, article went out this morning. I finished it late last night, uh, just before 1 o'clock. Uh, got up, got some stuff done. Um, we have UFC this morning in Abu Dhabi, so I had to make sure I had gotten my lineups in. And hopefully you guys have gotten them in there too. Uh, just going to be running through the article that I wrote. Um, <clears throat> it is a new setup this year, uh, as everybody has seen with the spreadsheet, considering the fact that we are dealing with four different sites versus the two that we have been doing uh, for the previous three years. So no longer are we just dealing with FanDuel and DraftKings. We also have Yahoo and Fantasy Draft involved. So... I have everything broken down uh, between strictly cash and GPP. That doesn't mean that you can't put cash players in your GPP lineups. It just means you may want to think about limiting your exposure to the cash game players uh, so that you're not too chalky and you get a little bit of lower ownership on the GPP guys uh, that are listed. If you feel the need, if you are really on a guy, if you want to use, uh, I know Carrion Johnson has been brought up. Um, he is in the article. He is a GPP only for me. If you choose that you want to use him in the cash game lineup, I am not going to hate you for it, um, especially if you're going to use him as a third RB to save some money. Uh, that's absolutely fine. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, that's why we're going through this today so we can kind of uh, you can hear the, you know, a little bit more into what I wrote. Uh, every all the options have little blurbs on them, uh, but not anything too in depth. Uh, since we did go through them yesterday, uh, to and then are going back through them today as kind of like a cut down day. So here we go. Let's just go through the positions and then we'll get into the core four which is listed in the article at the very top, um, as well as, I guess what I really should tell you is, for your Sunday main slates, uh, reiterate again that Yahoo and Fantasy Draft do include the Sunday night football game, so those players are at the bottom of each position. Uh, if they are viable for your lineups, um, <clears throat> because I'm strictly doing mostly cash on FanDuel and DraftKings for right now. Um, 
I've kind of left them as more of GPP options uh, for those two sites. But if you're running, if you're going to try to do the cash game lineups like I am, uh, those players are definitely in consideration. If you need salary relief, of course, and and or if you are a little bit higher on them than I am. So let's get in here. Let's start with the quarterbacks. The main guy to use in your cash game lineups this week because of the game and situation is going to be Jameis Winston. He will be the chalkiest guy out there. Um, Mike Evans is dealing with an illness, <clears throat> so he has been listed as questionable. Uh, there's no real, you know, there's no leg injury or he's got, a, you know, an AC joint sprain or anything like that. He's just dealing, you know, with like the flu and um, he should be good to go for Sunday. Um, but you'll also notice that Mike Evans is not listed as cash game play. Uh, he is strictly GPP as well in that regard. Uh, he is a, Winston is a higher end option. He's going to be your most expensive option for cash. Getting a hell of, of a value compared to uh, Yahoo and um, DK. You are getting uh, really good value on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft. Uh, those would be the guys that I would mostly look at him for, uh, especially on FanDuel because you are getting a, an increased savings on there. Now, you will deal with probably an interception or two, um, but it's it's the San Francisco 49ers secondary that is very easily to, easy to beat. Um, <clears throat> so he is definitely in play. Uh, like I said, for DK and, and Yahoo, I'm probably going to come down a little bit uh, and save a little bit of money. Uh, with one of my other two options, one of them being Lamar Jackson against the Dolphins. They're going to run all over the Dolphins. Dolphins did nothing to help solidify uh, a very, very weak running game or running game, running defense. So I would, I had written in here that you should be able to expect five points just from the rushing yards alone and I would expect at least one TD both on the ground and through the air. That would give you a 15-point floor, which is very, very solid, and that's not even including the passing yards that he can obtain um, <clears throat> and the possibility of one or one or two more touchdowns either through the air or on the ground. So definitely in play, probably my top option uh, for cash because you are paying down a little bit. Um from Winston, and you're in a terrific situation. A little bit riskier guy, but not really too much when you kind of look at the defense that he's playing is Jacoby Brissett with the Colts. Uh, we had I had mentioned that you may want to take a look at the prices. Um, the pricing that I have listed is through from the Thursday through Monday slate, which is the one <clears throat> that came out after the Andrew Luck injury so the prices may be a little bit higher the higher <laughs> the prices i have listed are going to be a little bit higher because it came out and now we knew that jacoby percent was going to be the starter when you get into the sunday main because a lot of those pricings came out before andrew luck um was out 
um, you're actually getting a better discount on a couple of the sites. So definitely take a look. If you need the value uh, from a Lamar Jackson or a Jameis Winston, definitely look at Jacoby Brissett. Um, and I don't hate you for just completely locking it in so you're able to pay up out elsewhere. GPP guys, of course, we can always have Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, he's in a really terrible matchup on paper against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it is Jacksonville Jaguars' home opener. So it does give me cause of concern on whether or not I really want to consider paying up all the way. I've made him more of a millie maker type play. Um, and in that situation, I, if I'm going to go with Mahomes, I'm probably just going to go ahead and just pay all the way up and pay for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey as well and pay down at all the and pay down at all the other spots. We got great value in the running back, so that's not too hard. And I have found some wide receivers that I really like that are cheap, high-flying uh, uh, risk options where it's an all-or-nothing type deal. Moving on, we can have Matt Ryan, <clears throat> uh, the most stable quarterback that you're going to find uh, for GPP lineups. Uh, nobody's really talking about the Minnesota and Atlanta game as everybody's talking more about the San Francisco and uh, Tampa Bay game, uh, has has a very high floor and a higher ceiling. And as long as Julio, and I, I didn't write this in there, but, you know, it's because I expect Julio Jones to play even with this whole contract, stupid contract thing that popped up on, like, Thursday. But um, I expect Julio to play, and that'll give Matt Ryan all of his options and his in this passing game uh, this week. I do like Jared Goff a little bit against the Carolina Panthers. Panthers can be thrown upon. They didn't do anything else to really, you know, scare me away from attacking them. They will be on the ground, or they will be in Carolina for this game, and it's the first game back since their Super Bowl debacle uh, back in February. So, I want you to kind of forget about what you saw in the Super Bowl. Uh, this is, you know, a slightly smaller stage than that game, which, you know, can be completely intense and loud. Uh, Carolina's not going to be nearly as loud, so I would expect McVay to be able to get into Goff's head and be able to uh, push this offense to its highest level. Um, Sunday night options, both Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady are in play. Uh, not completely high on them as far as uh, if you wanted to make a cash game lineup on the two sites, but I do have a little bit of love. Roethlisberger tends to show up in these big games, especially right out the gate, and Tom Brady <clears throat> is, you know, as we've seen in our seasonal drafts, is a guy that's kind of forgotten as everybody is, you know, gravitating towards the running game, but I mean, we're talking first game of the year. <clears throat> and he does have plenty of options now in his passing in his passing game. So he's definitely an option here, considering the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers actually do a pretty good job against the run. And that offensive line uh, is making me a little bit wary, considering the fact that uh, Tom Brady's starting center is out for the season. So... Um, it could hinder the run game, but I doubt in the passing game, especially with Julian Edelman being there uh, and now the return of Josh Gordon. 
with James White uh, makes Brady definitely viable, especially at his price on uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. Oh, shit, FanDuel and DraftKings. If you do it Thursday through Monday, yeah, you could consider him. But, uh, um, but definitely on Yahoo and a fantasy draft, I, I really kind of like him. Um, yeah, so they're not the highest priced guys, so we'll get a little bit safe, especially off of Mahomes. Uh, moving on to running back, you will notice that Ty Gurley is listed. Uh, the reason for this is he's going to be at his healthiest all season, and he's going to be the healthiest that he is going to be for the next several months. So um, you're you're telling me that I can get Ty Gurley on FanDuel for like say seventy six hundred as the tenth highest price running back. Um, as well as on the other sites, you're getting a savings. He's the eighth highest price on Yahoo. And the fifth and seventh on DK and Fantasy Draft, respectively. That is a hell of a good price, considering the fact that we were willing to pay 10 k at one, at one point. Now, we keep talking that even if we got three-quarters of the production of Gurley in seasonal leagues, that we were willing to take that shot on him in the second round Uh because he did have the upside to get touchdowns, uh, especially at the goal line. He is going to be the guy that has the goal line no matter what. Um, so if you're telling me I'm getting a 25% discount on his price, um, I'm going to look at that every time. If you don't want to run him, I don't I don't blame you, and it's fine. He's going to be a real <clears> – he's going to be a real low owner property this week so if you want to get off some of the chocolate in your cash game you can use it i would use him as a third running back uh delvin cook uh the poster boy of the article uh he is a lock and load uh do not fade him unless you are going to fade in gpp uh with the ownership that's going to come in on him at his price um if he goes off and he has an absolute very high probability of going off in this game against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you will lose your cash game right out the gate, right from this noon game. So lock him in. Don't fade him. He's the only guy I would tell you out of the running backs, do not take out of your cash game lineups. And I'm a little bit reserved on taking him out in GPP. Now I will have one. I will run one cash game lineup and then I will run three GPP lineups. So at least probably one of my GPPs, I will fade him. The other two, I may lock him in um, and just eat it. Uh, next guy is going to be Chris Carson. He's a little bit cheaper than uh, Delvin Cook. Seattle's going to run for days. They've already said that Chris Carson is their main guy. Now you will see some uh, love for Penny in this game, which is fine. Uh, he'll take some of the workload away from Chris Carson, but he's not going to take a huge percentage away. So I did not write Penny up as a GPP option, but if you really want to get off kind of Chris Carson and go the other route with uh, Rashad Penny and hope that he breaks a run or two out for long touchdowns, I do not hate that option whatsoever. Um, it's just not a place that I'm going to go. Uh, Chris Carson would probably be my first fade out of my cash game going to GPP. 
Uh, next is Leonard Fournette. Uh, because of the Jaguars' defense, that's the reason why I'm going to make Fournette a cash game option because they're not going to completely stop Kansas City's offense, but they will. They should be able to slow them down enough to where Fournette stays in the game, both on the run and through the pass, even if they get a little bit behind. So the Jaguars may play a little bit of keep up or they're going to keep this one uh, pretty tight, which bodes well for Fournette. Now there is always injury risk with Fournette. So if you don't want to use him, I do not blame him. I actually like uh, Todd Gurley a little bit better than Fournette, just based on the fact that uh, I have a little bit more faith in Todd Gurley than I do in Leonard. But uh, he's definitely an option. GPP running backs, you have Big Zeke, of course, at the top, just like Mahomes. Uh, they've told they've told us the Cowboys have told us that they're going to restrict Zeke to about twenty five t- snaps. Um, but not only do I not believe that, but with the twenty five snaps, I think that turns into twenty five touches. Um, it is a little bit riskier because you are paying a hell of a lot of. Uh, Salary for Zeke Elliott, uh, with the biggest savings coming out of Yahoo, where he's the fourth highest. Um, he's the fourth highest paid running back versus uh, the other three sites, where he is no lower than second, but more. Um, he's more of a, the highest priced tight end or a running back. Sorry, early morning, got up at six thirty, so. Um, Next, of course, we just talked about uh, Kerryon Johnson. Uh, he's in an absolute, like I said, he's in an absolute smash spot. <clears throat> but there are rumors that C.J. Anderson may get some of the goal line carries, so it kind of it kind of pulls me back a little bit on there as far as putting him in cash. But because of the situation that he's in, and my belief that Detroit is going to hammer on uh, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Um, that should give plenty of opportunity to carry on Johnson in both the running and the passing game. Uh, I have Derrick Henry listed. I know there's a lot of people that are on uh, Cleveland's defense uh, stepping up this year. I am as well. Um, but I don't see the Browns getting away in this game, which means that it's it, there's a lot that's going to be put on Derrick Henry's shoulders. Um, to carry this team to try and win this game. Uh, you're, Marcus Mariota, even if it, and if Mariota gets hurt, which I, I kind of expect, uh, Ryan Tannehill, neither one of them is going to, they're not going to rely on their arms. So you'll never, you won't see me put any of the wide receivers in there, let alone tight end, uh, and Delaney Walker. Um, Derrick Henry should get a full, full shoulder, a full load. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less than probably 25 carries and could see as many as 30 touches in this game. Then we have uh, the backfield of Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida. Everybody's hopping on the Breida train uh, because they saw that bullshit depth chart that San Francisco, somebody from San Francisco had put out. And Breida was listed before Coleman. Uh, if you actually looked at the chart, 
itself, everything was in alphabetical order. It wasn't in a in a here's my here's my number one, here's my number two. So Coleman's still the guy, and he will be the guy for me. Um, if you want to use Maprita in this game against Tampa, it's completely fine. Uh, you especially with the savings that you're getting on him uh, compared to Coleman. But the reason why I'm going to go Coleman is for the very fact that everybody's going to go to Matt Breida. And they're going to stub their toe on Matt Breida. Yeah, he may actually pull something off, but I, Coleman has the higher upside to me than Breida does. <clears throat> and and there was no reason that Kyle Shanahan should have brought him in unless he was going to bring him in as a starter What's you know, from the get-go. So if you want lower, lower ownership, you're going to go Coleman. If you want to save money, you're going to go Brita. Um, I know there has been talk of stacking the San Francisco-Tampa Bay game. I'm not fully on it, but if, uh, if you do do it, uh, try going on Coleman instead of Brita for that one. Uh, might work out for you in the end, especially if that game does go off. Saturday night or Sunday night football options. Got James Conner. Uh, he's a little expensive um, for my taste on the two sites, but uh, he's definitely an option, and he will be involved against the New England Patriots. Uh, and then, of course, you have Sony Michelle and James White. Like I've said, the New England Patriots are having issues with their offensive line, which kind of makes me pull back from Sony Michelle and makes me believe that this will be more of a shootout. Uh, with with Roethlisberger on the other side and puts James White clearly in play with Edelman and, and uh, uh, Josh Gordon. Wide receivers, uh, saving a bit of money. We're not really going a lot of top end here for cash. Um, you have a couple of choices for the LA Rams. Uh, in cash, it's always going to be Woods or Cup. It's not going to be Brandon Cooks. Uh, Brandon Cooks would always be a GPP play. I uh, did not include him this week, which is probably going to bite me in the ass. But um, the way that I kind of play around with the Rams wide receivers, uh, especially when, you know, the two that I have listed are in good spots, is you will put Robert Woods in cash for FanDuel and Yahoo. You will put Cooper Cup in cash on... DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. Uh, Woods is more of the touchdown yardage guy, and then Cooper Cup is going to be your more PPR guy. Um, but he should be good for a touch. He should be able to get a touchdown this week. Um, but if anything, you will have a nice floor just with the receptions alone. Uh, probably uh, my number one option at wide receiver for your cash lineups is Chris Godwin for Tampa Bay. He's going to be your slot guy. Lock him in. He's in, a, he's in a hell of a price, and he's got a really good DB matchup. Just lock him in. Don't take him out of your catch game lineups, and that goes for all sites. Uh, have some love for Kenny Galladay. There's going to be no Patrick Peterson. Now, Detroit does run a more run-heavy offense, but I'm going to look at the upside of Kenny Galladay in a hell of a matchup uh, with no Peterson. And uh, just kind of straight roll with it. Calvin Ridley is going to be the Atlanta Falcon that I'm going to focus on. 
because he's in the slot against Minnesota, and that is the spot that you want to attack the Vikings uh, through the air. DJ Moore, Carolina. So there's not a, love, a lot of love for DJ Moore this week because he is going against Marcus Peters. But if you've ever watched the Rams game, you will know that Marcus Peters is a sack of shit. Uh, the guy cannot cover anybody with any speed, and that bodes really well for DJ Moore on the left side and staying away from Akeem Tlaib. So <clears throat> take a look at him um, if you need some value because he is coming in at 33, 33, 26, and 29 as for the price rankings, so you're getting a hell of a deal on, on him. I have Jarvis Landry listed for Cleveland Browns against the Tennessee Titans. The wide receivers do have really good matchups across the board. Now, you'll notice that OBJ is not listed this week, and that's because I'm not taking any shot on him whatsoever when he's dealing with a hip injury, and I want to see how much of a pain tolerance he really has. This is a guy who pretty much will take off on any given week just on uh, anything minor. Uh, that's why I am not dealing with him. He is in a hell of a matchup. So if you're going to say, screw you, Roy, I'm going to go do OBJ, that's fine. I, I don't fault you for it, but I probably wouldn't put it in my cash game lineup. I would probably put it in my GPP lineup. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, he's another. He's one of the all-or-nothing type plays that are in good situations against the Washington Redskins. I do really like the Washington Redskins defense. Um but the Eagles are going to score this week. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I can definitely see Deshaun uh, getting involved early, taking a long touchdown against one of his former teams. On the other side of the field, we have Trey Quinn. If you need any value, he's going to be coming out against the slot. He'll be against uh, Avante Maddox, who is a big shit. Another value option for your lineups is Damian Willis. This is a wide receiver that's playing for the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati Bengals. He is starting, and he's going to be in place of where A.J. Green would be. Um, Seattle's secondary is not all that great. Um, and you're looking at a guy that across the board, he's 115, 75, 129, and 114 in the ranks for price. So you're definitely getting a very cheap option who will get targeted as the Bengals fall behind. GPPs, here's your Mahomes hookup, Tyreek Hill, in a very dangerous matchup against Jalen Ramsey, uh, but he is a guy that they're going to move around the field, so definitely you're going to get, <clears throat> he's going to get targeted, he's going to get his chances, and we, as we all know, they like to do the wide receiver sweeps with him, so if you're going to take him, pair him up with Mahomes, go all in on the game or go all in on the on the hookup. I have Mike Evans and Brashard Perriman listed for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Evans is definitely the safer and probably better option than Brashard Perriman. Now, Perriman will get overlooked, especially if you're doing the game stack. Um, he's going to be the all-or-nothing, high-risk, high-reward, um, and hasn't really done all that much this preseason. But expect him to get involved, and you're, you're getting a hell of a deal across the board on all sites. Um, Adam Thielen, 
everybody knows I hate Adam Thielen. Um, they are pulling him out of the slot, and they are putting him on the outside. That is why I'm not on Thielen this year, because he's going to have to deal with better defensive backs, and that's something that he just can't handle. Now, Stefan Diggs is dealing with a hamstring injury. Uh, he is questionable this week. I would only use Thielen if Diggs is on the field, not if Diggs is off the field. If he's off the field, they're going to roll the safety over to the Thielen side and just completely keep it shut down. If Diggs is on the field, then they do have to respect him um, being on the field, and that will leave Thielen open um, against the Atlanta Falcons. And I know the Atlanta Falcons have a bad secondary, but if you're rolling safeties over and you're having to deal with more than one guy, that becomes problematic no matter what defense you're playing. Next on the list, we have D.D. Westbrook. Uh, this is going to be kind of your guy that you're going to want to put across as well as Fournette if you are doing a Kansas City Chiefs stack. Uh, he's pretty he's pretty cheap option. Uh, comes in right around 40 and 39 overall as far as price. And he does have the ability to get behind this uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense and possibly score a long touchdown. Uh, last but certainly not least on the regulars um, would be Marquise Goodwin, who has the rapport with Jimmy G, not George Kittle. So doing a game stack and you need an option on the other side for San Francisco, definitely look at Goodwin. Um, and I don't hate him as a complete one-off, as he does possess upside to score a long touchdown. Uh, Sunday Night Football options, of course, you're going to look at Juju Smith-Schuster, and that's going to be with Big Ben. Um, they're going to move Schuster around the field and try to get him away uh, from a couple of, of the cornerbacks. And the names are escaping me right now because it's too early. Give me one second. He's going to have Gilmore to start off the game. Um but he'll also have to deal probably J.C., maybe not so much J.C. Jackson, but he'll definitely have to deal with McCourty. Um, so, like I said, though, they're going to move him around. They're going to try and get him open. This is their stud receiver, and I would expect him to actually have a solid game, if not actually explode. On the other side, you're going to have Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon. Of course, we like Julian Edelman more on the PPR site, so he's more of a fantasy draft type guy. Um, but with the price break that you are getting on Yahoo, he's definitely a an option. Uh, and Josh Gordon will be heavily involved in this game as well, um, as I would actually expect the Steelers to get kind of up ahead, but for New England to actually catch back up and um, finish in dramatic fashion like they usually do on Sunday Night Football. Tight ends. Uh, you have Evan Ingram for the New York Giants. Cowboys are going to absolutely hammer the ball against the Giants, and they're going to do it with relative ease, uh, which means that the Giants are going to be playing from behind. And if I'm going to take any type of option on that New York Giants passing game, it's going to be Evan Ingram, who will fill out to the slot from time to time and has always done well when OBJ has not been on the field with him. Uh, my favorite play this week is going to be Hunter Henry against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I actually kind of have some love for the Colts defense, uh, but if there's one place where they do not cover well, it is against the tight end as they focus more on stopping the run. And with the 
San Diego Chargers having issues along the offensive line. Um, that's going to mean more throwing for Philip Rivers, who was cut from the original article, um, as well as Keenan Allen. So I'm locking Hunter Henry in, in my cash game lineups. He's a high payup, but he's a he's a cheaper high payup uh, across the board. And then you also have Austin Hooper, who's a lower price side option. Um, if you're not going to use Calvin Ridley, I don't mind if you use Austin Hooper as your actual cash game tight end. Um, he's cheap. He's He's actually really cheap across the board as a 12, 16, 18, and 24 highest price tight end um, and has been relatively involved um, over the last year, year and a half. So he's definitely an option. GPP, we got Travis Kelsey. This is going to be the same thing as Tyreek Hill. If you're going to do it, pair him up with Mahomes. Um, and then in that case, if you want to, I have no problem doing Mahomes. Tyreek and Travis Kelsey, but you're going to have to save uh, a lot of money, and that's why you do have why I gave you so many options for low low price wide receivers and um, running backs this week. Uh, George Kittle, I mean, he's had a, he's had a better rapport with Mullins and Beathard when they were at quarterback and Jimmy tore his ACL last season. Um, but in a game of this magnitude, I don't see him not getting involved. And with how poor the Tampa Bay Bucks defense is, um, he definitely has the ability to not only get the, not only receive, not only catch the ball, but and get a couple of yards, but he can actually explode against um, the secondary and get away from the safeties. Uh, last but not least, we have O.J. Howard, who is a top option for Jameis Winston, along with um, uh, Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin. Um, I would only use him if you're game stacking and pairing with Jameis. I wouldn't leave him on his own as a one-off. Um, He's going to be pretty heavily owned, in my in my opinion, which means I kind of want to get off of him. Um, and I'll take the other jockey guy in Hunter Henry, of course, for cash. But uh, QPPs, um, unless you're pairing with Jameis, don't don't bother with it. Uh, Sunday Night Football option: You have Vance McDonald for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he has the upside to exploit uh, the New England safeties. So he's definitely an option if you're going that route. Uh, especially in particular if you're using um, Big Ben. Uh, Vance McDonald actually should be really low owned. He's priced right in the range where the other options are going to be a little bit higher. Uh, last but not least now, we got our defenses. Definitely looking at the Baltimore Ravens. Now they're the top payup option, except for on Yahoo, they're the third highest. Uh, so there is some savings there. Um, I don't mind paying up for this uh, defense because it will start because Miami will start Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. And we do know that the 
Miami offensive line was already weak before, and then when they got rid of Jeremy Tunsil or Laramie Tunsil, it's even it's gotten even worse. So this is basically a tire fire as far as an offensive line. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is known to th- have his good and bad games. I'm betting he's going to have a bad game, and you're going to see a couple of interceptions, um, as well as more opportunities for sacks and fumbles against that, that terrible offensive line. So Baltimore would be my top option. Now, I know it's kind of scary because usually in Miami, um, especially early in the season, you're always worried about wear down uh, from the opposing team dealing with the high heat. Uh, I'm not going to be too worried about it this week. Um, yeah, it's going to be hot. It's going to be about 88 degrees, and you're dealing with high humidity down there. So, But I, knowing the Baltimore Ravens, they're going to rotate a whole bunch of people in and out and try to keep everybody as cool as humanly possible. So your top option is definitely going to be the Baltimore Ravens, if paying up. Uh, next on the list would be the Seattle Seahawks against the Cincinnati Bengals. Another just absolutely terrible offensive line. And you're going to have Seattle running the ball all day, uh, which will give the defense quite a bit of rest. Um, on Yahoo and DK, you're actually going to quite a bit of savings, uh, especially on DK. Uh, for them, so if you want to pay down a little bit, if you need um, a little bit more salary for other positions, uh, they're absolutely fine. Um, it is also going to be in Seattle, so you're going to have a really super loud home opener, and I just don't see the Bengals really doing much against this team. Uh, surprise, surprise, actually. Um, I did have the Detroit Lions listed in GPP, but I moved them up to cash. Reason being is that the Cardinals lost another starter on their offensive line. It was already bad in the, to begin with. Nobody's respecting Detroit at all against Arizona, as they believe that the secondary is really bad. And they also, but they, what they don't like to tell you is that Detroit has a top level uh, rush defense. Uh, they've brought in a whole bunch of new personnel, which will put the pressure on Kyler Murray to try and make throws um, and push the ball down the field. Now, what that's going to do is it's going to open up opportunities for the Detroit Lions, not only for sacks, fumble recoveries, but also for interceptions um, against a young rookie making his first start in the NFL. So... I know everybody wants to shit on the Detroit Lions, but I would not do it in this game whatsoever. Maybe next week. Uh, GPP, uh, my tried and true uh, Buffalo Bills defense is in here against the New York Jets. Uh, They are on the road, which makes it a little bit of a riskier play. Uh, And I know there's a lot of love for Sam Darnold, and everybody likes Le'Veon Bell, but this isn't a great offensive line. And... Although Buffalo is in the past has has been pretty leaky, has been kind of leaky against the run uh, in future seasons. Uh, they did make moves to shore this up a bit, um, and we've known that their secondary has been able to shut down opposing uh, passing games for quite some time. 
Uh, last but not least, I have the Philadelphia Eagles against a bad uh, Washington Redskins offensive line. Um, Eagles are very strong across the front. They are weak in the back. But with the offensive line, I would think that the Eagles will create pressure around Case Keenum. Um, and like I just said, it's Case Keenum. So I'm not expecting Case Keenum to have one of these miraculous games where they're going to they're gonna take the Philadelphia Eagles to task. And so the Eagles will start the season 1-0. But that's it. That's the that's the whole write-up. Um, any questions, any comments that you have, you can find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. And in the full-time DFS Slack chat. So um, unless you got anything, unless you guys have any uh, questions or anything, get a hold of me this weekend. I'll just make sure to tell you guys uh, good luck. And, uh, yeah, let's make some money this weekend. Take it easy, everybody. Chris Carson at running backs, Chris Godwin at wide receiver, and Hunter Henry at tight end. If you want to stray off of that, I have no issues whatsoever uh, if you're using the other options. Uh, like I said, Tiger, Tiger really got real, real close to being a absolute lock in there, uh, just on price, and there's not very many people talking about it, uh, except for about one, per- like one person that I've heard talk about it, and I respect them a whole hell of a lot in the industry so um yeah definitely definitely don't don't forget about Ty Gurley take everything everything that we've heard this offseason and just throw it out the door throw it out the door throw it out the window I don't care my garbage hasn't been picked up yet so I might just put that take out on the curb and let them assholes deal with it peace